feel like we should be playing like the theme song from Serial or Making a Murder or something this week, Chris. <laughs> Why Both is that? Uh, the Hank, the Hank saga, man. It's turned baseball into a, a soap opera. It feels like it's a big controversy. Yeah, it's it's it it well it, to me it's the right kind of controversy because it's like straight up ridiculousness. Like we're <laughs> we're debating what happened to a mascot that you know is kind of a guy who dog who marched into spring training two years ago and, and now like the Brewers are having to answer conspiracy theories and I don't know. It's like if the Grammys had to hold a press conference about whether Stevie Wonder can see or not. Exactly. Like, come on. I think we'll we'll talk about Hank some more, but. Uh, this is uh, th- this is the Stew Pod. I am Mike Oz, and I'm Chris Swick, and we have uh, a number of I think equally silly and and somewhat serious topics to talk about this week on the podcast, Chris. Um, as, as I thought about it today, I realized it is it is literally Animal Week in baseball. Yeah, that's true. Between well, let's see if I can get them all here. Between this, the Arizona Diamondbacks' new dog park, yeah, the San Diego chicken baseball card. Which, I know which is, they, they actually, it's like a game used. So it's like how they take a baseball jersey and put it in a baseball card. They put his, this chicken soup. That's weird. Yes, that's strange. It's weird. And then I would say, well, Cespedes' horse, but also his hog. Yeah, we've, we basically have like Old McDonald's Farm. Like, is it, taking over baseball. We've definitely hit animal bingo somewhere in there. <laughs> Oh man, and and what's funny about it all is the game started this week, but we're still kind of just talking about all this ridiculous stuff, and and it's not a it's not an animal unless you want to compare it to one. But Brett Phillips' laugh is also a, a great story of the week. True. So I mean, I guess you can say he sounds like a hyena or something, right? Donkey, maybe. <laughs> Donkey. It's, there you go. So yeah, we've this is Animal Cast. What's what's been your favorite uh, like? weird spring story so far of, of the last week or so uh well i'm definitely enjoying the hank thing right now but uh i guess i don't know the hog saga was was really strange just uh you has bought a prize-winning hog at a local fair and that was something i guess i never thought i would see in print or write and uh it's just really absurd so i don't know that's that's kind of been one of the things that, I don't know, grabbed my attention, I guess. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in the same area. I'm just going to go all things Cespedes. Like from the, from the cars to the horse. To, he's just been, he's been quite the character, man. I think he is making the most of the New York media at this point. And they're, you know, pretty much sole focus is him because, you know, he's, he's the most interesting guy. He's bringing out the cars. The Yankees aren't all that interesting right now. So Cespedes is like owning owning New York and, and all the, the wackiness. So um, I would say from a totality, I think all things Cespedes have been have been pretty great. Um, odd odd that neither of us are talking about actual baseball. I mean, is that is that strange? Somebody, I'm wearing a, a baseball team hat today. I won't reveal which one because um, I don't want I don't want people to think I'm biased, and uh, it's not even a team I I root for. But whatever. But somebody asked me today. They're like, "Oh, did uh, did they win yesterday?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> like, Ooh, I'm, I'm surprised by that. I'm not paying attention to scores, man. Uh, maybe it makes me bad, but I mean, like, I don't, I, you know, unless something weird happens. Like yesterday, uh, the the Tigers and Yankees game ended strange, where 
guy just dropped a routine fly ball in the field yeah. and, and you know, the camera had to score the winning run. Like, you don't ever see that, so that's kind of weird. But otherwise, no one cares about really results in spring training, right? No, I mean, I think I'm just – I'm glad that I can put baseball on in the background while I work again. So in that sense, I'm excited about it. But for the most part, um, I'm not really paying attention to the games, and I'm often muting them if we have something come up and I have to write because it's difficult for me to pay attention. You know, the glimpses I get, it's just fun to have baseball back. But I think part of it is, A, it's just so early, so it's not like, Clayton Kershaw is going to pitch five innings. You know, I'd have a little more interest in a game if I knew he would be out there for an extended look, even though we all know what Kershaw is at this point. And also, I don't know, do, I guess you, you asked this, but do the results even matter? I mean, do I really care if the fourth outfielder on a certain team goes three for four or, has you know, shows a different batting stance that that gets tough for me especially this early when we're one or two games in yeah and i don't think that makes you a a bad person chris i I feel like you can you can appreciate the moments but do you have to put like how much how much validity do you have to add to them like it's one thing if you're like oh that guy you know hit a home run good for him like maybe he's somebody to watch out for or he had a home run. I'm going to go draft him number one in my fantasy league. Right. You know, and I think that's sort of where the where the difference is. And so I, I think it is an interesting question. Like, how much how much stock do you put in to stuff this time of year? And I don't know that I don't know that I do, except for I guess probably in the in the extremely small sample and to say like that guy had a really good at bat. Good for him. You know, but <laughs> but I, but I don't I, I don't think that that means anything like literally the next time he comes to bat because like whatever or or the next day or or anything like that. Um, it it is awesome, good, good for you. And and I mean, we see over time maybe that uh, you might see a, a player, you know, like hey, this guy's having a pretty good year. Maybe he's going to break out. But then the season starts and nothing. So I I don't care too awfully much. And especially on the flip side of that. Bryce Harper is, you know, hasn't hasn't gotten a hit in four days. Like, yeah, I, I don't care. Like that that does not matter to me at all. All right, so. so let me let me pose this question to you then. On on March twenty fifth, are you gonna be looking at spring training numbers at all and, and being like, oh, so and so is hitting four twenty three? Um Yeah, but I mean again, I don't think that means they're gonna go out and win the MVP. You know, yeah. I think it's I think it's an indicator that, you know, maybe maybe they're in for a better season, uh, and and I, I guess I tend to look at it more, like I, I prefer, players who are doing better, um, than normal than than players who aren't doing good when they are good. So like the Bryce Harper example, or, you know, if if Chris Bryant doesn't hit a home run all spring, I'm not gonna automatically think that Chris Bryant sucks now, right? Um, but if, I don't know, uh. To, to, to stay with that team, if Javi Baez is killing it in the spring, I'm going to be like, oh, all right, well, maybe maybe Javi Baez has, you know, finally got it. And some of that depends on the context. Like, he's a player that we've kind of been waiting to take that next step. So if you see him doing really well in the spring, maybe that's going to be encouraging. Um, but, like, I don't need spring games to tell me that Bryce Harper's good, I guess is what, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I feel like you you hinted at a lot of what I wanted to talk about. Because 
like I'm not going to be looking at spring stats probably at all because it just I don't think there's much you can you can gleam from it. You know, if uh well, let's stick with the Cubs. If or let's not stick with the Cubs cuz I can't think of a good <laughs> example. They just traded Chris Coglin, right? Yeah, yeah. So, if he hits 400 or something during the spring, I'm not going to think of him any differently. I'm just going to expect the same stuff because we know what he's going to be. But on the flip side, like you said, a guy like Javi Baez or maybe Jorge Soler, where those are two younger guys who, in, in Baez's case, he could be fighting for a roster spot right now because we're not entirely sure how he fits in. Uh, and in Soler's case, he's fighting for, for playing time now that they got Fowler back. And I feel like for those guys, if they perform well enough, you get a sense of, oh, maybe this guy just worked himself into a bigger role, and, and I think that's maybe where more importance is. So yeah, yeah. maybe a young guy trying to, to be a team's fifth starter, you know, those stats mean something because it's going to lead to that guy getting 25 starts in the majors as opposed to 13. But those are really the only instances in which I'm going to look at a spring stat and, and be like, oh, that matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, I just I don't care. Do you have a difference of opinion when it comes to pitchers? I mean, I, I feel like there's a little more mechanically that can go wrong with a pitcher than, say, a um, a hitter or, you know, somebody in, in playing defense or something like that. Like, like, if all of a sudden Clayton Kershaw just can't throw a strike, does that concern you? Well, in the, in his case, no. I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I think it's more complicated with pitchers too because I haven't seen this yet, but it's. I know it's coming. You're gonna start seeing the, oh, so and so is throwing a cutter now, or so and so is throwing a curveball, and if that guy goes out and has one good start, people begin to to go nuts, and I feel like. I feel like, you know, in some of those instances, adding a new pitch is one of those things that maybe won't show up in the stats initially and and could lead to legitimate and significant improvements. But I've also seen a lot of times where the regular season comes around and suddenly that guy is no longer throwing the curveball he was supposedly working on all spring. So, Yes, because the spring spring is time for you to try it out and see if you have confidence with it. And if so, you're going to use it. And if not, you're going to put it back in your pocket and maybe try next year. I mean, that, that's kind of the point, you know? Yeah, and I think, I don't know, wh- what was your question? Do I, do I do, do you, care do you, more? Is it, do you care more for pitchers than pitchers? hitters? Do you care more about what you see from a pitcher than you do from a hitter? I, I guess I do, but I don't, I don't have a logical reason for it. Uh, I mean, you know, one thing that I guess I would worry about a little bit are velocity readings. If a guy, if Clayton Kershaw is suddenly throwing 89 and continues to throw 89 throughout all spring training, I, I might be a little concerned about that type of thing. Yeah, I can feel that. So so I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess pitchers I worry about a little more. I'm just trying to break down your psyche, man. I'm trying to hop into your mind. Oh, I think that was a good question. See I how hope Chris that works. finding this useful. Right? I'm the, yeah. I'm the baseball psychologist over here. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I mean, do you feel the same way? Um, yeah. I, again, I th- but I think it's also like very isolated. I, 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 I take very isolated things. So again, it's like his, his velocity down. Um, it's not looking at a line score and saying, oh, he gave up six runs in three innings like Clayton Kershaw sucks. 
because I feel like that's just a very knee-jerky way to do it. I, th- I think it's you're looking for patterns. You're looking for, I mean, not trends, but for lack of a better word, trends. You know, you're looking for those kind of things as opposed to just looking at the Giants lost five games in a row. They they must not be very good, you know, because that's just. I guess to take it back to to somebody asking me, you know, did so so team win yesterday? Like, it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what what the what the final score of the game was. It, it matters. You know, almost people stayed healthy. Uh, well, I was gonna say it. It, it matters like almost zero percent, right? Like, does it? Uh, yeah, yeah. What matters more is health, and right. you know, um, um, seeing. I guess like maybe there's some excitement in seeing new players. You know, but that, that's sure. that's strictly sure. like exciting from a fan standpoint. I don't know that that matters a ton either. You know, if, if Jason Hayward comes out and hits 125 this spring, people are gonna get mad. Like, you know, you're going to see that, oh, they wasted their money signing him because that's what sports fans do. They just, you know, react and knee-jerk and immediately, you know, everything's horrible. Um, and it's, <laughs> I think that's going to be like 10 times worse in Chicago, obviously. Right. But if he comes out and hits two home runs the first game and is batting, you know, 600 in the first week, everyone's going to forget about that. So that, that's the way I look at it. Well, I can tell you that I already saw a random fan tweet at a beat reporter and say, Oh, the bats aren't looking good today. <laughs> right. during, during during game one, right? Spring training, so yeah. that's that's out there, man. That yeah. stuff's out there. I uh, I had a, I had a question I was going to ask you, and I forgot. It was going to be a good one too, man. It was it was probably the best question I was ever going to ask on this podcast. Well, this is unfortunate. I know it was just it we it just came up when we were talking about the last thing we were talking. What happened to me, Chris? Why am I like this? I think spring training has broken your brain already. You weren't, you weren't ready. You weren't ready for these games. Well, let's take a break. Uh, we'll go talk to Bad News Ramen, and we'll come back with some uh, important questions, one of which is about Hank and our deepest, darkest Hank theories. Um, and I'll see if I can figure out what my question was in the meantime. This is the Stew Pod. We're back on the stew pod. It is time for the highlight of my week when I get on the phone with my buddy Bad News Ramen, my, my best friend, and we talk three strikes. Well, you're giving in too, too much inside information. My daughter's flicking an eraser at me. We usually sit like side to side, you know, and we, <laughs> we kind of hold hands and we get through this, these three strikes, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a struggle today. So um, I wanted to talk about the dog. Nah, I'm joking. You like that, right? You, you get all nervous. <laughs> Your eyes got all big. You're like, no, man, no more, no more Baron, Baron Friesch or whatever that dog was. Um, but what I do want to talk about, if, if you want to set me up the right hit, way. Hit him with the strike one. There we go. Yeah, hit him see? with the strike one. Bad news. Bam. Oh, <laughs> on the one. Uh, I want to talk about, you want to is a $7,000 uh, pig. Pig. Yeah. And, uh. If I, I, I guess there's a rule that if you buy a pig at auction, you gotta you gotta put them to slaughter. But mm-hmm. you you pay seven thousand dollars for a pig to eat, and uh, can't you just go and like go to the store and pay like four bucks for bacon? I mean, shut up, dude. See, I mean, my, but, my kid, my, my my kid's trying to my kid's trying to get on this podcast. I gotta slap her <laughs> around. With but I mean, if we're talking cespedes, I mean, is, didn't he basically spend four of our dollars? Isn't seven thousand dollars like four dollars to us? 
wasn't it like 800,000 pesos or something like that? <laughs> I don't even know what the currency is in the Dominican Republic. What's the conversion probably, rate from, from $25 million baseball player to average Joe? Average Joe, bucks. yeah. Well, I, I, wanted, I wanted to take him like, I wanted to have him go shopping with me at Costco. You know, because I could get a lot of things at Costco for us. If he if he pays seven thousand dollars for bacon, just imagine how much that guy's gonna pay for like an actual like TV, right? <laughs> and I just smacked my daughter in the head because she's making me mad. Actually, I I didn't hit her in the head. But Don't abuse kids I, on the podcast. Yeah, that, I, I I patted her on the head and I said, "Good yeah. job." So, but the one thing I do I do have to say with uh, Jonas Cespedes is that have you ever had like a uh, like a live pig uh, like get killed and you have it as bacon on your plate the next day? Have you ever had that? Uh, I have not had. A- bacon on my plate i've had i have had the hey let's cook a whole pig thing i've yeah. done that before and isn't that like the best isn't that like the best thing ever it's kind of like i remember uh, i watched a water world one time that had a kevin costner in it and he kills that big fish and like he just like tears into the flesh and like cooks it all up i was like man that looks good that's how like I, i've had bacon the day after a, a pig's been slaughtered and it's like literally like the best thing you'll ever have in your life so i can't fault him too much would i pay seven thousand dollars for it if i made cespedes money i, I would uh no, I probably wouldn't. I would probably pay seven thousand dollars to fix my my car speakers up or something. But um, there's, there's you know he more... does that too, though. I mean, you know he has, you know, all those cars bump. I'm sure. Well, I don't think kids. Uh, well, kids. He, he is probably a kid compared to us. Kids, if you notice, like people don't bump their cars anymore. I, I remember I pulled up one time because I, I got a nice little system in my car, right? And there's, you know, I put a good song on, and there was like a really good looking woman next to me in the next car over. So I cranked that up. I'm bumping, and I kind of look through my peripheral vision with my sunglasses and she has earbuds on dude i was like I, you know why did i spend all this money for so <laughs> i i think cespus might have a little bit of buyer's remorse but uh the bacon was probably well worth it so I'm one thing i know man is that master ace don't play when it comes to his base i'll tell you that and he also sits on chrome too <laughs> and don't don't get me don't get me started on, on master ace and slaughterhouse and that's one of the best songs that nobody's ever heard i like i like how we just connected the slaughtering of the pig to master ace like slaughterhouse yeah on, on everybody every- not on purpose Everybody should check out that song, Slaughterhouse. It's, it's a classic. Nobody's <laughs> ever heard it, but it's a, it's a good song. Believe me. <laughs> Trust me. Well, Strike 2. So, Strike 2 is I am perusing through your uh, Yahoo Sports app. And even though I don't work for these guys, um, you see how I, I bump you guys up and I, I give you free free pub and stuff? <laughs> On and, our podcast. Uh, yeah, yes, I appreciate it. Well, not the podcast, but just in general, too. But anyways, I, I am very happy uh, that... You know, spring it's spring training and everybody's excited. It's the start of baseball, and for the most part, I think baseball is getting kind of a resurgence in popularity. Um, but the one thing I am glad that I'm not a part of anymore is being at a newspaper when spring training comes around. Because if you're, you know, there's always a case where the editor goes like, "Oh, let's do something spring spring training," and I'm like, "What's spring training?" It's like, "Oh, something that you know, let's for like our Sunday package, let's do something." And then you gotta you gotta read about all these guys talking about how. It's a brand new season, the smell of the grass and Cracker Jacks and all that stuff. And I just, I hate that story. So I'm very glad that I don't have to read some hack writer, try to get the spirit of baseball. And I'm glad that you guys aren't doing it either. Um, all dog uh, stories aside, but if you ever write a story about how the grass smells a little bit greener and <laughs> the, 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 this, yeah, it does, but I don't. I don't need to hear it all the time, right? I mean, how, how does how does grass smell green? Grass doesn't smell green. It smells. Grass well, looks green. People say that, this, but people do say like, I know, you, you I know, these stupid I'm, stories like this. The grass just smells a little bit greener today. It's such a beautiful day, and we're talking about baseball, and baseball's here, and everything's right with the world. And my old pappy, my old grandpappy, used to watch baseball. I don't care, dude. Let's just talk about the stuff. Let's talk about pitchers. Let's talk about how. Uh, 
how Samarja did it in, during his first game where he actually like gave up a run and stuff. And if you want to do all that stuff with baseball, like go coach, right? I mean, that's probably like the best thing is I get to coach a bunch of kids with baseball and watch my, uh, my little girl, like hit better than some of the boys, hit better than most of the boys in little league. So no more, uh, no more, if you no more spring training cliches. Yeah, no more no more grass is greener on the other side of the grass is greener today. And and my and my daughter's really making me mad by doing all these gyrations while I'm recording this stuff. And my other daughter's like walking from school, so there's gonna be a lot of noise, but we'll we'll pump through it and hopefully we can get to strike three during that time. Strike three. So strike three is all about there, there's like this new buster on on the Yahoo Sports uh, website, even though like I pump up you guys all the time. There's like some guy he's like doing like I guess he's doing like team uh, spring training previews and stuff and he talks yeah. for like a minute about certain teams. That guy, man, that yeah, guy yeah. is horrible. That guy's yeah. that guy's terrible. Yeah. No, but here's here's the thing. Here's here's the criticism. So you're on there. Doing yeah, he's talking job. about me for anybody who yeah. doesn't, doesn't know. Yeah. Well, you, you should check it out. Yeah, and uh, you, uh, you you have a little bit of work to do. But here's here's the biggest beef I have with you, right? Is that every single time I I do these three strikes stuff, you're like, dude, hurry it up, hurry it up. And I kind of listen to some of the past things to see what I do right and do wrong. And plus, because I'm a narcissist and I love myself, but. I talked her like super fast, dude. And, and I knew when you're first doing that, you were talking really fast and you had like some director like say, hey, man, this is how you kind of slow it down. This is what you do. How, what, what was that experience like to kind of you're, you're a great writer. I'm not going to take that away from you. Um, how, how did how did how did that work for you in terms of like translating what you can do writing wise to being on the big screen? Well, let's just say that uh, many of them had to be recorded a second time. Or multiple or, times, or a third time. Um, well, no, more like so. We went through the, we went through all of them. I did ten. They're all coming out, and like by the end, I was much better than I was for the first couple, right? So when we got done, they're like, "Well, let's just redo those first couple because now you're a lot better, so you won't be as, so you won't be as, uh, uh, you know, nervous or whatever for the first couple ones." So were, were you nervous? Were you sweating? Yeah, I was nervous. Did you have the handshake going and stuff like that? No, not like that. I mean, just more of like. I don't know. Wanted to, wanted to do good, you know. I'd never done I'd never done something like that before, so uh, new experience. You know, want to do well at it. That that's that's mostly what it was. But um, you know, there's parts of it like, you know, and you're in the studio and they they do the voice of God thing where they they, you know, they're in the other room but they talk down to you. Okay, now you know project project loud like you're talking to somebody across the room and you know don't don't sway so much and you know so they're giving me that and I'm trying to listen to their instructions and get better and you know it's fine. Like I'm I'm all about trying to improve at, at those kind of things of which I don't have a ton of experience and uh, I'll be honest I was kind of scared to to see the videos once they came out and uh, I give lots of lots of credit to Evan and Victor uh, from from the Yahoo Sports video team who helped me a lot because uh, they, they they made it come off way better than I thought it was going to be so here's here's the thing that I I challenge for you is that when I start like talking really fast and and sometimes I've become inaudible you got to like slow me down, right? You got to go like, okay, hey, project your voice across the room. Pretend you're talking to someone across the room. I'm like, well, I wouldn't talk to the guy across the room. I'll just go over there and pop him in the face. So, um, you know, I I'm not appreciate... going to say that to you. You're not going to say project your voice across the room? I, I'm not going to tell you to go punch somebody in the face. Oh, no, but I'm, I'm saying I would I oh, wouldn't, okay. I would go punch that person in the face. Yeah. Like if, if I go, there's a car going by like, hey, how you doing? Hey, wait for me. I'm trying to talk. See, see how that, that works a little bit better? I'm more clear clear and audible, right? Uh, I appreciate everything that you did and, and the, the effort that you took to uh, to do that. I knew it was hard for you to do, and you went through it like a soldier. But I have to say, you know what, dude? Mike Oz, you suck, dude. You're terrible. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're like, you, they could have got some geek off the street yeah. like me, and I would have done a way better job. Yeah. See, I, I wanted to end it off on the bad news ramen note, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably true, but uh, no, it's, it's not. No. But you got to watch me and my funny faces anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
I love you, baby. Don't worry about it. It's good, baby. It's good. You're gold, baby. You're gold. You're gold, Jerry. You're gold. Uh, on that note, we will be back in a second with more Stew Pod. And next week, more three strikes from our buddy Bad News Ramen. I'll talk to you later, dude. See ya. We're back on the Stew Pod. Chris, I have fantastic news for you. What's that? Since you and I last spoke, I remember what my question was going to be. Oh, I'm excited. I have not so exciting news though. It's not the, it's not the greatest question in the history of the okay. show. It was it was just an okay question. But to take it back to our spring training talk, how much how much weight do you give that into fantasy? Like for your fantasy draft? Uh not much. Again, it's it's more the opportunity thing. So if there's a a young prospect pitcher who I like um that might change my mind. Like, uh, I don't know, let's say Robert Stevenson of the Reds. If right now he has pretty much no fantasy value to me, but if he somehow wins the fifth spot in the rotation out of camp, suddenly, you know, he's maybe a last round pick or something like that. But I would say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking at, you know, random outfielder X and saying, whoa, I got to move this guy up six spots. I think it's mostly those types of guys and, and maybe guys coming off injury. Mm-hmm. So uh, like Matt Latos would be interesting to me if, if he turns in a good spring and he's throwing hard and the velocity's back, um, then suddenly you start to think, Hey, maybe that can actually carry over. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you there. I, uh, I, I it is a good time to plug this. Uh, Yahoo fantasy baseball is open. So if you want to go, that's true. Yes. Yeah, sign up. Um, and it, also plug the the fantasy guys. They have a podcast that you should go listen to if you if you want to hear more about fantasy baseball, fantasy sports in general, um, and read their blog, Roto Arcade. The plan is, Chris, to have them. We're going to have them on here pretty soon, and, and we may be on their podcast. Do a little bit of do a little bit of crossover. I think I think that's I love always it. fun. And uh, and they've also they've well they've already been doing a little bit of that. We have our, we have done some crossover. Yes. Yeah, our team preview uh, series, which we're kind of cranking out right now. Working from, well, we, we put together some power rankings. We did. And uh, we're starting at 30, and we're building up to number one. And so uh, a couple of them have come out. I don't know how specific we want to get, since I'm not entirely sure when everyone will hear this. Well, we've, I mean, we've, uh, number 30 was the Phillies. Yep. 29 was the Braves. 28 to the Brewers. 27 is uh, coming out Friday, and did the Reds? Off the top of my head, I don't know. But the Reds, that sounds right. I think it's the Reds. I mean, big surprises there, folks. Do you guys know the Reds yeah. are going to be bad? You may not have known that, right? No, I, I, little, little something something for the podcast listeners who are like, oh my God, we got some inside info. And if you are that psyched off Big Leagues too that, that you found out who was going to be the number 27 team in our podcast, like, thank you. You're yeah. awesome. Leave <laughs> us a comment. Rate and review us if, if you're that psyched. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I want to talk silly stuff about Hank because I feel like we Let's have to. Do it. I, I mean, that's pretty much like what we're here for, right? Mm-hmm. So the Hank story for anybody who who kind of missed it, uh, there are some Brewers bloggers who have uh, trumped up a conspiracy theory that Hank has been replaced by a different dog. Mainly looking at different photos over the years and saying there's no way it's the same dog. Um, personally, I I'm I'm not fully on board with that. I do think that. 
if you take a stray dog and give him a home and feed him well and bathe him and I don't know, let him run around and care for him, like he's potentially going to look a lot different, you know, bathe him, especially if you have a major league baseball team taking care of him and, and putting the bill, you know, I, I think there's a potential that he's going to look different. Um, but to me, that's not even the point. Like it, it it's more of just the, all the theatrics around it. So, so the blog went out and wrote this thing, started picking up steam online, the brewers, I think kind of feeling the, the opportunity to push this thing forward, put out like a ridiculous statement talking about what's real and what's not and mentioning Santa and the great pumpkin and, and all this stuff. And it was like, all right, this is ridiculous. And then they posted a picture of, of Hank with Santa the next day and, and <laughs> called a press conference. And so they've just got, they've just decided like, Oh, this is ridiculous. And we're going to jump right in the pool and be ridiculous too. Instead of just being like, no, that's Hank. Stop, stop being dumb. Um, so now we have this this weird kind of spring training sideshow, which I'm sure some people think is dumb and and we think is hilarious because, like, yeah, this this is an actual thing that's going on and and in the news cycle. Um, are, are you convinced? Like, where where do you stand? Oh, I guess I have a few thoughts. Uh... Well, no, do do you think before and. They're gonna they're gonna do their press conference Friday and maybe we'll find out. But before we even get to the end of that stuff, do you believe it's the same Hank? I think I'm leaning towards it's a different Hank. Different Hank, all right. But but I think Hank one is still out there. I think maybe Hank one was just retired, and now Hank two is taking his place. Okay. And I get I mean in. In the Brewers' tweet about the press conference, they specifically mentioned Hank 1 in quotes. Mm-hmm. That's a little suspicious Let's to me. Let's keep in mind, though, that they've been trolling from the beginning. Like They understand they have, what they're doing, so they probably know that doing that is going to get a reaction out of people. But here's what I think, okay? Hank to the Brewers is like Batman, okay? He's, he's a symbol. And in The Dark Knight Rises, Bruce Wayne says, anyone can be Batman. So I feel like any dog can be Hank. It's just you the just feelings that, that Hank inspires within you. That's, that's what matters. You just wanted to talk about Batman. No, man. I think that's, that's my theory. <laughs> that's my conspiracy theory. Hank is Batman. I, if, we're, if we're going to go back and use TV as a basis here. TV has a long history, of course, of, of replacing characters, just letting them go away. Um, the example I used on Twitter, I think the other day, was was they pulled an Ant Viv, you know, where they just replaced Ant Viv and Fresh Prince like midway through and, eh, sorry. Um, you can, uh, you, you may be too young for this, but do you remember, do you remember Hogan Family? No. Okay, that was the Valerie Bertinelli show. She was on the first season, then they, she was the mom and then they killed her off. But it was in the storyline. Then the next season they came back with a new star, but then she was like the aunt instead. And they just changed the name of the show, but it was all the same. All the kids were the same and stuff. But it was right, just like, right. oh, our mom's not here, but our aunt's here now, you know. So, I mean, it could be that. It could be like, oh, this is Hank's uh, Hank's cousin. We found we found Hank's cousin. Yeah, he's here to he's here to you know be your new mascot. Um, I, I do have some more ridiculous theories though, like like further off into the yeah, let's, theory let's land. do it. Well, get crazy on me. I'm gonna you, put my tinfoil hat on right now. And I mean, they're not they're not theories in the sense that I sense that I think they're real, but yes, you do uh, theories in the sense of like here's something that possibly could have happened. Um, I think you'll like this one the best. What do you think if the ra- the racing sausages 
got Hank drunk because dogs like beer. We know this. Okay. And we're throwing him down the slide. And and he died. And so, oh wow. Well, pretty dark stuff, man. I I feel like we we should quickly. I mean, you, the Brewers would not tease a press conference to tell us 24 hours later that Hank is dead, right? I don't, that, I don't know. That's not going to happen. You would think. It would be funny if they they have like a little dog coffin, and they do it, and then no. they open it up, and Hank jumps out, and and goes to fetch a baseball. That'd be funny. Uh, but that's I'm taking this to a dark place, Chris. Yeah, that, but that that would be, I think we would all be shocked if that's what the press conference turns out to be. They're yeah. like, actually, Hank one is dead, right? <laughs> yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So the best thing they can do, I think, would be that. Um, Hank had babies, right? Okay. So so they're going to bring out Hank 1 and all of his babies tomorrow. They're going to bring out puppies, like five or six puppies. And everybody would just think how adorable it is. And Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy would be holding like six puppies, and everybody would eat it up. That's, that's one thing you could do. Well, I think... And Hank, t- Hank took the year off on paternity leave. That's why Ooh. they had a different Hank. That's not bit. bad. Yeah. I do think. If you're listening, Brewers, give me credit if you use that one. The Brewers are certainly milking this for all it's worth. And look at us. I mean, we're talking about a team that's going to lose 90 games, <laughs> and they've kind of dominated the the news cycle for at least the last 24 hours. So good good on them for making the team a talking point. Yeah, I guess. I, I feel like Hank has always been used as a bit of a distraction. Um, oh, you're gonna go. You're gonna I, go over there with this. I, I well yeah I think even his his origin story is a little suspicious because yeah. if you recall, uh, Hank the the magical lost pup was found the same year that Ryan Braun went through uh, that his steroid issue where he got suspended fifty games and it just I'm not saying it, this all happened on purpose but it's pretty convenient that the Brewers were the story that spring shifted from Ryan Braun is going to have to answer questions about his past steroid use to look at this adorable puppy we found. I, uh, so there you go. I'm dropping that. I, yeah, that's I'm not just, the first time I've heard that theory, Chris. And, I'm, uh, I'm dropping that and I'm clearing out. In the you, past, you it's, it's come out of want. my mouth. So I, 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 I have thought of that one too. But I don't know. I, I tend to think of the other mascots being jealous of Hank because of all the attention he got and right. like wanting to do harm to him. I just think that would be ridiculous right bernie the brewer was like yo man don't be coming here stealing my thunder <laughs> bernie brewer got yeah he was he was disappointed he's like man hank um hey man meet me meet me down at the stadium i'll show you some mascot tricks and then like a bookcase falls on him or something you know it could happen just saying. Those, those are the, <laughs> those are some theories i have i was giving my kids a bath the other night and i was thinking about this stuff and those are what i came up with so Infer what you want about my mental state. I will say I'm intrigued to see what happens during this press conference. Hank, Hank, Hank. I do think puppies would be a great way to go. Distract everybody from everything. Because I'm not going to care what anyone says if there are six or seven puppies on my TV or somewhere. Wherever the press conference is happening. Hey, man. It's, It's not a bad idea. I feel like it's something that would happen on Scandal. Like Olivia Pope would think of that. Like, 
just bring out some puppies. People like puppies, and there you go. You'll yeah. change their mind. So, do you have any other important questions? Do you have do you have a do you have a, a, a less dark important question for me to talk about? It's uh, it's half formed and half baked, maybe. Okay, that's fine. But uh, I watched the movie Creed last night. Mm. Have you seen it yet? No, I'm jealous. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I really liked it. And I was trying to think of maybe the, oh yes, here is my question. I thought of it for like five seconds yesterday, and then I forgot. Now I just remembered. Good job. If if you could think of a similar reboot slash sequel to any character in a in an older baseball movie, what would you or who would you choose to focus on? So it would be like their long lost kid or something. Yeah. So like. Okay. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I can. Yeah, I, I okay. understand. I didn't. I didn't want to give you any ideas. No, I understand what you're saying. Um, hmm. Well, I'm going to say this. This is why I'm not going to say this because the script for major, the new major league four, or whatever they want to do, is actually this. It, it is the them there being like a, a wild things kid but who didn't know Wild Thing or didn't like him because didn't have a relationship with him, but he becomes a pitcher. And the Indians bring him in as a pitching coach to try to, like, help the kid, but they don't, but they don't like each other. That's the script for the next major That's league. That's a real thing? So, that's, that's a, a real, real thing. thing, yeah. I mean, we wrote a post about it a couple of years ago. Like, I interviewed the guy who wrote Major League, and that was the, the plot he told me for Major League 4. So it's actually quite similar to Creed, I guess. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to pull Wild Thing there because that – Makes a little bit too much sense. Um, See, my my first instinct was to say Pedro Serrano's kid. We well, we follow him, but I I had no idea that this actually existed. This yeah, idea it's a, it's a real thing. Um, so I'm going to take it to a different baseball movie just because I feel like you know that's a I don't want to wade too far into Major League because of course that's what I would do. I'm of going course. to go with uh, uh, Baby Rowan Gardner. Ooh, Rowan Gardner Jr. Except for, that, I mean, it would have to be somewhat different, right? Like, he would have to um, hurt himself in a different way or something. Or his dad had kept it a secret all along. Or, like, his dad had changed his identity. That, there we go. This is, this, is the, this is the plot. So he, he, because of all the attention all these years later, he changed his identity. And then his kid hurts himself, gets the robo-arm thing. And then the world finds out that he's really Henry, Henry Rowan Gardner. And he has to kind of come out of hiding and help his son and blah, 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 blah. Oh man, you're Boom. you're stealing you're Boom. stealing some ideas here. <laughs> that was your idea. It it wasn't my idea. I don't want to spoil too much for you, but uh, another movie did that recently. Huh. Another movie that I saw recently did that. Well, I know the basic plot of Creed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know that, that. That's what I'm saying. I know that you know. <laughs> Go ahead. What anyway, about, well, what about wasn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Angels in the Outfield? As as a child, I think so. Yeah. So I feel like there's an opportunity to easily bring him back as a grown as a grown man, do something with that. That's but but you know that that would probably be a straight sequel, so maybe that wouldn't work as well. More angels in the outfield. Angels still in the outfield. Something like that. Yeah. But you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt, people uh, people go see a movie with him in it. He's got some star power. What about my dude from Little Big League? Like, what if he's still just the manager of the Twins? Like, he's just been the manager of the Twins for, like, 40 years. 
<laughs> and they just suck, but he won't fire himself. And then eventually he has to turn it over to his kid, and his kid makes him good. Which, uh, is it, which movie has the, is the bad guy Jack Parkman or? That's Major League. Jake, that's Jack Major Parkman. League. Yeah. That's, what uh, about? I mean, Major League 2 specifically. It's the one Parkman's in. Oh, it is? Yeah. All right. I'm th- see, I, I guess I'm thinking of the bad guy in uh, Rookie of the Year, maybe. I don't know, but maybe you follow you follow that guy's kid, and uh, he's he's trying to clear his his dad's reputation as a bad dude. Yeah, coming coming up through the minors or something. There you go. There you go. I don't. I think all of our ideas are the same. They're all just blending together now. Benny the Jets kid, you know. Maybe maybe Smalls' kid is a is a like actual baseball phenom, you know. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. Benny the Jets kid is not good. They have a role reversal. Ooh, okay. That could be a good movie. It's I all got ideas, man. I got ideas all we're over all, the place. We're all coming. We're coming from the same angle on it, though. There's there's a more creative idea out there. Well, I'm just trying to think of like applying the creed, the creed right. idea to right. to baseball. So that was all I asked. I mean, like if you, you want me to think of which baseball player should go to Russia and and train in the snow and end the Cold War, I can do that too. That's not bad. Mike Trout, just because okay. I want to see the Mike Trout snow training montage, you know? Right, right. That, that's why, basically. Well, I feel I feel like you've you've successfully answered my question. <laughs> have we exhausted all possibilities? We may have. Notice I didn't mention Field of Dreams because Field of Dreams is overrated. I mean, a story about the ghosts. Haunting people from the grave. There it is. <laughs> Field of Dreams Part 2, the horror sequel. Just haunting baseball players? Just showing up in mm-hmm. the house? Yep, Shoeless Joe. Just haunting some child. The ghost of Hank. The go- <laughs> oh, now we've come full circle. <laughs> the ghost of Cespedes' pig. Yep. They, they team up and they, they go after Cespedes. The San Diego chicken, <laughs> since apparently they've they've cut him up and are sending him to people now in baseball card form. Oh, uh, we've reached. Oh, this got dark. This this one got dark, Mike. We've reached ridiculousness. I think it's time to say goodbye. Yes, this has been the Steve oh, Pod, y'all. Thank you for before, listening. Before we do, we should tell people to rate and review us in yeah. iTunes. Yeah, rate and Definitely. review us on iTunes. Yeah. And subscribe. And that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> and subscribe. Yes. And go listen to the other Yahoo Sports podcasts. They're probably not as ridiculous as, as this podcast has been today. But sometimes you got to do ridiculous things. Agreed. We will see you next week for an all-new installment of the StuPod. I thought you say bye. Don't you say bye, everybody, at the end? I know. I Well, I don't know. Say it. Yeah, you threw me off. Say bye, it. everybody. Bye, everybody.